my name is Matt. If you listen to the top five of death, you are hot stuff. I'm here with DJ. So uh, this is the top five of death, and what we do here is we have two competing families on opposite sides of the room. <laughs> BWK. Hey, will you swear for me in my own voice? Fuck, shitty fuck. The other person that's here is Fro. My name is Fro. As you can tell, he's a strange anomaly to this whole deal. And Jeff. Hello. I just ate a pickle, and I refuse to talk about it. Welcome to the top five of death. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the top five of death. I'm here with uh, Fro. Jingle, jingle. And joining us all the way from This Rules, This Sucks, Better Matt. Top five of death. Uh, W5 of death. That's right. <laughs> W5? W5. You pretty much have this the cast from the cast. Yeah, we all auditioned, <laughs> and we all got cast on This Rules, This Sucks. Uh, but yeah, uh, so if you haven't checked out This Rules, This Sucks yet, uh, we just put out episode two, uh, which was the, uh, we reviewed Justice League, and I'm sure you can all imagine how that went. Oh, boy. And then we also talked about, um, I talked about Assassin's Creed Origins, Matt talked about Punisher on Netflix, and Fro talked about Spider-Man The Ride at Universal Studios. That I did. It was fun. <laughs> don't give away, maybe they thought you hated it, Fro, and now they don't have to listen. Boo that ride. Well, <laughs> they don't know what I, but if they listen to the top five of death from like the previous week he spends the first 10 minutes of that episode talking about how much he liked it too <laughs> did you i don't remember yeah i don't does. remember either yeah. everything's a blur in my life uh but it is the holiday season it's the christmas season it's the whatever season you want it to be and last year we got a a very well put together poem slash story from stephen north and we didn't get to it in time last year and i remember like last year we're like we'll do it next year and he certainly reminded us, which he should have. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to give um, the respect it deserves, and we're going to read you. This is a nice treat. This is a nice aside. You all should feel very privileged to be a part of this. And maybe you can learn a little thing from Steven. Yeah, Stevie. How to be creative and good <laughs> and funny. Not naughty. Not naughty. So here we go. <clears throat> this is The Fro That Stole Christmas by Stephen North. Only say my full name with the express written consent of BWK. <clears throat> Every host of the top five loved Christmas a lot, but the fro who lived north of the studio did not. Fro hated Christmas and podcasts and reason. The fro would halt the other host in their tracks. It was borderline treason. It could be he did this because his head wasn't on straight. It could be he did this because he could not get a date. Recently engaged. But I think the most likely reason of all may have been that his heart was two sizes too small. Whatever the reason, his lack of dates or his head, he thought after last year's Christmas he would give the other host something to dread. Then he growled with his fro fingers clumsily drumming, I must find a way to stop the Christmas podcast from coming. Hold on. I'm going to take that line again. I want to make sure that I give Fro his proper voice here. Uh, then he growled with his Fro fingers clumsily drumming. I must find a way to stop Christmas podcast from coming. What accent is that? I woke up like 15 minutes ago. It's the Fro accent. You're like, Fro- you made me sound like Dave Chappelle. Maybe you're Dave Chappelle. You're the closest thing to Dave Chappelle that I know, so... <laughs> <laughs> to me, right. you're Dave Chappelle. All right. For tomorrow, he knew all the hosts would convene 
Matt would improv and Jeff might sing. BWK would worry. God, he's right about that. DJ would most certainly pun. Nailing them everyone to the wall here. <laughs> All the fans slash listeners would cheer and have copious fun. And then, oh, the laughs, oh, the laughs, 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 laughs. The one thing he hated, the laughs, 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 laughs. Why, for over three years now, I have put up with this crap. Oh. <clears throat> <laughs> Why, for over three years now, I've put up with this crap. This year, I will sabotage the show that will shut Matt's big yeah. Now I'm uh, from the South. You're going to be different every time. Then he got All an right. idea. An evil idea. The fro got a horrible evil idea. I know just what to do to trick that fool Matt. He donned a trench coat and put on a big ass hat. Oh, that's a cu- that's a callback to the, the dual train. <laughs> With Carmen San Diego outfit complete, he grabbed an empty sack and headed out to the street. He headed down the street to where all the hosts slept. <laughs> we live in the same apartment. <laughs> it's a big apartment that spans uh, street length of distance. Yeah, of course. He headed down the street to where all the hosts slept. They were sleeping over at his home, so through the door he crept. He started first with the presents for BWK. He stole his aspirin, his painkillers, and his nasal spray. <laughs> uh, he took his Eggies pack from under the tree. He threw his pasta boat out in the sea. It was now DJ's turn to suffer Fro's wrath. The Fro took his presents and threw him, threw them all in the bath. Away went DJ's subscription to the Mustard of the Month Club. Away went his joke book, dissolved in the tub. His Ted Hawkins CD seemed... Yeah, that's who it is? His Ted Hawkins CD seemed to be okay until Fro took it outside and ran it over with his sleigh. Hey now! Matt's gifts were next, and that brought Fro joy. He smashed the first present. It was an Overwatch toy. That is fucked up. <laughs> the rest were all movies. They were all different sorts. A slasher film about Ronald the Grump and a copy of Salute Your Shorts. Next was Jeff. Oh no, poor, poor Jeff. What Fro did next was tragic. He made poor Jeff deaf. I wish. <laughs> he printed out memes and stuffed them in his ear, filled up, filled up the full till poor Jeff's ear couldn't hear. Poor Jeff couldn't listen to all his favorite bands. He could no longer hear the Kirks play or help fill the concert stands. The beautiful tones of Little Fred Jones, even the rap lyrics of Lil Mill, would never fill his headphones. With, with that, the fro slipped back out to his lair, on top of Weed Sock Store, from where they sold band shirts from Slayer. They did not. They sell Slayer shirts. No, they didn't. Well, they would sell him if it had a pot leaf on him. That's true. <laughs> he waited and waited and waited some more. He waited two hours, three hours, four. The fro waited to hear that the podcast was no more. He thought to himself, it must have been too much to bear. They must be crying in bed. I'll just head back over there. He arrived at the house, and what did he hear? No weeping or crying. Sounds filled his ear. It was laughing and laughing and laughing some more. It was laughing that greeted him when he opened the door. And the fro saw the group all set up with, in their chairs. He patiently watched from the top of the stairs. He hadn't stopped the podcast from coming. It came without our presence of Jeff or Jeff's hearing. It came just the same. 
very beat Christmas podcast, he thought. Don't come from a toy. Maybe it's the friends and the co-hosts that bring all the joy. Uncanny. <laughs> what happened next? Well, in Boston, they say, Lefro small heart grew three sizes that day. The second his heart started properly beating, he rushed downstairs to where his friends were meeting. He put on some headphones and donned a Merry Christmas bow. He didn't interrupt anyone, and the fro ended the show. Thanks for another great year. Well, thank you, Stephen North. Yeah, that was fucking excellent. Yeah, I wish Fro died. If I had one criticism, <laughs> Fro should be dead. Jesus Christ. If I had to make one edit, the last line would be, he put on some headphones and donned a Merry Christmas bow. He didn't, up to, he didn't interrupt anyone, because he fucking died. <laughs> You'd wow. break the rhyme and, and everything. That's right. I'm breaking everything, baby. I'm well, pulling down the house. Well, thank you, Stephen North, for not killing me, and thank you for putting a uh, crazy effort into that. Yeah, and sorry we didn't get to it for a full year, but I think I think it was uh, I think it merited the wait. Right. You know, we didn't want to blow that one up too fast. Glad everyone was here to listen to it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah good thing. <laughs> um. So here we go. So once again, with it being the holiday season, it's the holiday season. Santa Claus is coming around. He's kicking my ass and call me a clown. Matt, what are you doing? I'm I'm waiting. No, <laughs> I feel like you're doing something over there. Yeah. <laughs> really so, not. The way the studio is, I can only see Matt's head, and he's only been looking down. It looks like he's making a ship in a bottle, from yeah. my perspective. <laughs> I you know I'd love to learn how to do that. I would too, but I have such nerve damage with my shoulder shoulders. Shoulders. I have such nerve damage with my shoulders <laughs> that my fingers shake too much. <laughs> He's a little shaky boy. His pictures suck. Shaky boy. I did. I had to take a picture last night, and it it took a lot of tries. It took a lot of tries for me to do it. <laughs> yeah, that picture with me and Paige. Holy shit, so blurry. Yeah, if you want to see that, page, go to celebjihad.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, so what we're talking about this week, um, it's a topic that um, is near and dear to our hearts. It's near and dear to our hearts. I don't know exactly how to concisely put this for a title, but what it is is Christmas... Uh, movies that take place during Christmas, but aren't necessarily Christmas movies. Almost no. accidentally Christmas movies. That's a great way to put it. Non, That's what I'm going to call non-Christmas it. Non-Christmas Christmas movies? That's a good one, too. I don't know. God damn. Go with better, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but yours is more Yours is more of an explanation of it. But I, I'm going to go with accidentally Christmas movies. That's a good one. <clears throat> that one sounds like it was written by somebody who works at the E! Entertainment Network. <laughs> or, and that's my goal. Or Gawker. <laughs> um... So yeah, so these will be accidental Christmas movies, and when I was describing this to people originally, Matt had to do this yesterday, because uh, thank God for Matt, I'm going to give Matt props for bailing us out, because uh, people bailed last minute last night. Props, 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 oh, hey, props, no, props. Wow, no problem. Um, so he only had a few hours to put his list together, but I'm sure it's amazing. But the, the example, can I give the example? Did anyone have the example on their list? Yeah. I, I purposely didn't put that example on my list, because I knew that. It's on my list. Is obvious. it your number five? No. Is it your number one? It's not my number one. <laughs> All right. Well, there's a prime example that I would love to give at the top of the show. It's like the canonical example. Everybody will get it once the show starts going. All right. Well. They're going to listen no matter what. People, what I, people what, suffer to get to what it. What I think so funny is in every conversation about this episode, we use this movie as an example and Fro put it on his list. <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. I just figured that it was like, oh, we'll definitely use this as a way to explain what the show is. You'll know what it is. Fro's right. And I don't say that very often. He's right about two things. This topic and um, that sweatshirt he's wearing, which I'm sure will also come up in the show. <laughs> yes. All right, here we go. So 
uh, top five non-Christmas Christmas movies. Who wants to go first? Fro, why don't you switch your whatever to number five so we can just get this out of the way? Oh man. Oh, man. Please. Fine. All right, so this is the... This is not my true number five, but I'll do it. All right, great. Just so we can explain the fucking Fro show. Fro making sacrifices mm. for the show. Much appreciated. No problem. Anyway, so my now new number five is... Die Hard. Woo! Exactly. Die Hard was the example that we were like, you know, movies that take place during Christmas but aren't Christmas movies, like Die Hard. Right. That is the, this is the most prime example. When anybody's like, my favorite Christmas movie, Die Hard. And then I, they go, by the way, I post on 4chan I'm and I'm so an edgelord. edgy, yeah. <laughs> Which Matt is a big uh, 4chaner, so Matt just admitted that he's a fucking edgelord. I don't... Thank you very much, because you fucking constantly call me a goddamn edgelord. You are an edgelord. I'm not a fucking edgelord. <laughs> yeah, right. Jesus, I'm so just glad I'm Just because I think differently than you doesn't mean I'm a goddamn edgelord. Where is the holiday spirit? I can tell you where it is. It's, it's in some, you know, fucking backwards. Obviously, uh, Fro wanted to stop Christmas from coming. Yeah, there's a whole poem about you, Fro. <laughs> if she wants to come, she can come all she wants. Who's she? Christmas. Father Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is a man. Not no. anymore. <laughs> not, in this, not in this day and age. Hell yeah. Anyways. All right, so Die Hard. Die Hard. Exactly. So... Do you watch this movie every year? Fro, what's Die Hard about? I'm not familiar. Uh, Die Hard is about this fucking run-down cop, fucking John McClane, who's just having a fucking bad time. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. It's Christmas. Actually, that's a line from uh, 2. But Die Hard is uh, a movie about a cop who happens to have to fucking go into this goddamn building and save some goddamn people, and he doesn't (laughs) want to do it. And it happens to take place during Christmas. So everybody says, this is a Christmas movie. Uh, <clears throat> this is the movie with the sandwich board scene, right? Sandwich board? No, that's a Die Hard with a Vengeance. Is that two? Oh, that's you're talking about, one. like, he's got the sign that this says, is, uh, I hate N-words. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's another three. third assault. In, really? Yeah. yeah. I, Which is my favorite one. I have thought that was the first one. No. No, the first one, he doesn't leave the building the yeah, whole movie. The first one, he's in the building. I have conflated every one of those movies. And then Die Harder, the second one. Is and it the, Die Harder? Yeah, Die Hard 2, Die Harder. Uh, that's the airport. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Which I don't think I've actually seen that one in full. They're good. They're and it's awesome. been a long time since I've actually seen Die Hard, the original one. So what is the Christmas aspect of this? It takes place during Christmas. That, okay. That's it. Like, and you there's know no th- gift giving. And you know this because, like, what are some parts <laughs> like, of the movie where it's like, this is, you know... This I mean, there's hap- the fucking big Christmas tree inside the building. Uh, okay. There's, I mean, there's presents everywhere. That's really it. Uh, there's a dude that's dead. Oh, fuck. I had the picture up earlier, and then I <laughs> closed it down. There's a dead person that he has. He's got the fucking Christmas hat on him. Like, John McClane killed him. Uh, oh, I don't remember what the fuck... He, and he wrote something in blood on his shirt. Uh, I wish I had it up and I closed it. Was it Feliz Navidad? No. <laughs> and it's like, you know, don't open till Christmas or some stupid shit like that. And then he pointed to his ass. Yeah, but uh, I mean, Die Hard is just one of those just sick action movies. Again, it's been so fucking... I wanted to rewatch it last night just so I had more to talk about. Uh, but you're not particularly dedicated to the show or... I, <laughs> I had other stuff that I actually had to do last night. So I'll be honest. A lot of movies that I picked, I, I do like the movies, but I'm not wildly familiar about um so i'm it's doing been a while probably since yeah watched uh, like, th- these are ones where i was like yeah that take that takes place during christmas i probably haven't seen it in a decade but i know it takes place during christmas right. i'm putting it on my list because i liked it right that that's another one of my movies uh is like i haven't seen it in ages and i was like oh shit that's right it does take place during christmas right and uh i wish i've watched it recently but i did really 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 like it when i watched it when it came out right. um but die hard yeah no i mean it is that classic example of this is a, the best Christmas movie. Um, 
I mean, you got all the classic lines. Yeah. motherfucker. You got the classic shit where he's fucking walking through the glass barefoot. Ooh. So good. Oh, yeah. Uh, I need to rewatch this. I actually have Maul on Blu-ray. Did you so. ever play the Die Hard game for Sega Saturn? First, yes. It's incredible. That game's awesome. Really? Die Hard Arcade. It's really, really good. I've never played that. It's that like, sounds it's awesome. kind of like a walk around beat em up slightly. Yeah. Um, and you play as a woman as well. Yeah. Um, but it's fun. It's a really, really fun game. Uh, so, more importantly, check that out. Sega Saturn was like the one system that I never got, and I regretted it for years. I have one in my bedroom. You want to borrow it? Uh, I've been asking so to borrow that for years. Have you? Do you have Street no. Fighter? Any Street Fighters for it? Do you have no. Virtua Fighter? I only have uh, Bomberman for it. Does it oh. oh, my God. You'll... What, why even have they're it? Hard to fu- <laughs> they're hard. It's hard to fucking come across Sega Saturn games. There's there's a shop in New York City called Video Games New York in the Village that I'll, has everything. I'll go there. I'll swing by. It's uh, unbelievable. Uh, but they're and also expensive. The one game I've been looking for, I just found it in uh, some comic shop. Power Stone. No, uh, that's I, very that hard Dreamcast, to find. That's Dreamcast. Oh right, I, like I had that for Dreamcast. I like that Power Stone two awesome. more. You had Power Stone for Dreamcast. You could sell it for like a hundred dollars. I mean, I I don't have any of that stuff anymore. Sadly, right. You lost it in the settlement. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, they remade it for a PSP, uh, so I'm sure the actual game dropped down a bit in value. Nah. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, I found a game recently that I've been looking for, and it's a hundred fucking dollars, which I'm a little bummed about. I'd buy it. Okay, I'd buy that for a dollar. Um, die Hard. Hell yeah, Die Woo. Hard. All right, I'll go next. All right, so my number five is a prime example of what I said earlier of a movie I haven't seen in a long time, but does take place during Christmas, and a lot of people probably don't remember that. Um, my number five is American Psycho. Oh, no shit. Oh, that's that's a great pick. Yeah, because... It takes place during Christmas? Yeah. I gotta go return some videotapes. Yeah, he's gotta go return <laughs> some videotapes. Um, but yeah, uh, he goes to his girlfriend's Christmas party. No shit. Yeah. So I didn't see this on any list that I looked up online. I, I So, where I did do my due diligence, <laughs> to say that five times fast... Did do my due... Did do... Um, was trying to find uncommon ones that I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And this was one of them. So yeah, American Psycho takes place during Christmas. And if you're unfamiliar with what American Psycho is, uh, stop the podcast and watch it. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> so good. Was this uh, nominated for a best picture? Do you remember? I nah, doubt it. I highly doubt it. This is Christian Bale, right? That's Christian Bale? Yep. Yes. So Christian Bale plays essentially a high, you know, I don't want to say high powered, but like he plays a high powered business. Businessman. Businessman, more or less. He's got a nice eggshell... Uh, yeah, one eggshell of the, business card. One of the most famous scenes is the discussion with him and other essentially just fart sniffing businessmen, and they're going over and showing off their business cards, and it's really insane because it's like they're boasting about these business cards in a way that's just like, look at this, this is bone with a raised, you know, it's embossed. Bone. Yeah, embossed. and he, he's like obsessing over this one dude's because he thinks he's better than him. Right, but he yeah. knows that his card is actually better than and him. It's, yeah. and the whole the whole frame of reference is like in the mind of this psychopath uh, who essentially uh, I don't want to say masquerades, but masquerades is like a normal person, but he's a serial killer. Um, okay, do you think that he is a killer though? Why is that like one of those like at the I went twist, to college? And... No, because the twist <laughs> at the end was like there that there's no bodies anywhere and. Maybe he didn't do it. I feel like it's been a long time. And he's I don't just remember crazy. That. And he just fantasizes about killing all yeah. these people. I don't know. I, I love that movie what, so when I, much. When I at the time when I first saw this movie, I was like extra stupid. <laughs> I, I've only gained some like a semblance of intelligence in the last like six months 30, or so. Thirty-five minutes. Five <laughs> five years. Um, 
But yeah, uh, American Psycho. I like Dumb Matt better. What about um, Dumb Matt? Was have great. you seen the Weird Al Huey Lewis in the new Huey Lewis parody? Yeah, no. I, I saw that a while back. <laughs> so you, it, there's a scene where he kills that person while listening and talking about how great Huey Lewis in the news is, which is very true. Which is very true. Oh yeah. And then Huey Lewis and Weird Al do. Uh, a remake of the scene where Huey Lewis kills Weird Al while talking about the Weird Al cover of Huey Lewis. Oh, Which, uh, I want a new duck. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. And <laughs> it is, oh, it's so good. Uh, when I first, when I found out that Christian Bale was going to be Batman, I said, well, I know that he can do Bruce Wayne because right. of American, American Psycho. Psycho. I was like, he's Pat- got that. So uh, pa- Patrick Bates. Patrick Bateman. Bateman. Is that, is that the character? Yeah. Yeah. I need to rewatch this movie. Yeah, I have it on Blu-ray. I'll let you borrow. Oh, okay. really? Bring it over. I'll give you my Sega right. Saturn. You can. I can borrow your Blu-ray, <laughs> okay. and we can watch it on my OLED. Uh, but yeah, yeah, baby. I do really need to watch it. I had no idea that this is during Christmas. Hell yeah! Wow. Um, great. Oh, Matt, seasonal number five. My number five uh, is Iron Man three. That is on my list. Shit. That's my number three. Oh. I didn't. Well, you know what? I should have known that that you, someone else would have picked this, but it's my number three as well. Ah, uh, look at that! Look at you! Wow! Well, Iron Man three at number three. Shane Black, all of his films are set during Christmas. That's the guy. I knew there was a guy whose all of his films were set during Christmas. Yep. And I didn't know who it was, and I just still don't know who that person is. So he did going. lethal. He wrote Lethal Weapon. He right. was in Predator. He was one of the soldiers in Predator. Yeah. He. Um. I. I think so. Iron Man three also has. In my mind, the distinction of being the best, the first time a superhero movie got to a third installment and was still really good. I, yeah, I liked Iron Man 3. A lot of people, a lot of people didn't. A lot of people really didn't like Iron Man 2, but Iron Man 3, I felt like, was, um, I thought it was fine. Yeah, and I, I think that it, they did a great job of showing how Tony would actually react after Avengers. Like, I, I thought that was a very smart direction to go with. Yeah post Avengers Tony. Absolutely. Um but yeah, like if you think about all the superhero franchises that came before it, Superman 3 for example is terrible. Batman <laughs> the third one is awful. Um, Which one's the third one? The third one is Batman Forever, Forever. with Val yep. Kilmer. Um X-Men 3 is atrocious. Uh-uh. Uh the, and the new third uh, X-Men movie is also yeah. bad apocalypse. Um, bad. I think it's great that they talked about that. In the movie, movie. yeah, the the third one was always bad. Um, uh, There's one other third superhero movie that I was thinking of. Thor. Captain Underpants. No, um, Batman, Dark Knight Return. The Dark Knight Rises is also absolutely the worst of those three. Out of the three? Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) You're welcome. I've Uh, had this debate quite a bit with DJ, who loves it. I thought you were a big proponent of this one being great. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. no. History will... (laughs) <laughs> it's recorded very much uh, that I do not think that movie Definitely is Definitely the worst of the three. Right. I had a lot of problems with that. Who of- sends all of the police in the entire city into the sewer at the same time? It just doesn't make any sense. And also, how does resourceless Batman get from fucking wherever he is back to Gotham in such a quick time? <laughs> in like a few minutes. Uh, yeah, there's, there's problems with that one. But... Oh, Spider-Man 3, also just terrible. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and they broke the curse with Iron Man 3. And uh, Really? Was this the first? I, I believe it's the first time a superhero movie got to 3 and was not bad. Right. I think Thor 3 was good. Thor 3 was great. Well, it, this right. one broke the curse, so. Right. Um, yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed Iron Man 3. A lot of people had problems with it. My favorite scene in that whole movie 
is when he tells that little kid to stop being a bitch. Oh. <laughs> when that happened, because it caught me by surprise, because at that point, it was still like, this is Disney's Marvel. And, like, none of the Netflix shows existed at the time. Right. Yeah. So you're like, for him to call this child a bitch <laughs> was so <laughs> funny. My, I, my favorite scene also involves that kid. Uh, it's when he's like, He's asking him about all the stuff, and Tony Stark starts having like a panic attack right there while talking to him. Yeah. And the kid just like, for some reason, the kid just starts talking to him, and he's, he just sticks out his tongue a little bit, and it fucking cracked me up. It's just this weird little moment where he's just like, uh, tongue out, and Tony's like, "What are you doing?" And it was so funny, and it didn't need to be there at all. It was a, it didn't impact anything, but it was awesome to see Tony have a freak out, and this kid just Robert Downey Jr. has the best one-on-one chemistry with everyone. Right. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. I can watch him sit down. I would watch a 90-minute film of him sitting in a chair and other people just cycling through <laughs> and having a five-minute conversation with him. him. Him speed dating with people? I would love Ooh, that. Robert Downey Jr. speed dating. That sounds yeah. great. Uh, so what Let's are pitch some, it to him. What are some of the Christmas elements to this? There, when he first gets to that town, that, it's, like little small town, it's, it's Christmas, yeah. and he's in that, and there's like a big Christmas tree. It's all the shit they're doing, like a Christmas thing. Right. Yep. That's that's the only part I remember that has to do with Christmas. Yeah. Right. But it, it's oh, and then like at the end when all the the Iron Man suits are exploding, there's like Christmas lights everywhere. Oh, is there? there? Yeah. Yeah. Right. And then there's also that part where he's like, ho ho ho, motherfucker. Yeah, there's that. That was it. That's I'm the part Tony I'm Stark, talking bitch. about. Nailed it. Wow. I'm Tony also, Stark. Uncanny. <laughs> yes, I hope he dies and rots in hell. I'm Tony Stark. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I think Iron Man 3 is great. And yes, it does take place during Christmas. So it works. Yeah. Cool. You, I mean, your dad can't be around forever. You don't have to be a little bitch. <laughs> so fucking funny. I have to rewatch it. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, that takes care of a bunch. Fro? Yeah. There's clean me. house there. Oh, yeah. Fro, uh, your mic is twisted. And you're not talking into it at all. BWK fucked this mic up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did. And I can't keep that. Straight. Actually, you mentioned that on the last episode of Top 5 of Death. Yeah, <laughs> no. He, so he adjusts it and grabs the wrong thing, and the mic collapses every week. <laughs> um, so my number two, sorry, my number four movie uh, is from 1999. It's uh, the movie Go. I don't even know what that is. I do know that movie. I didn't realize that that was Christmas. Oh, this is the movie with all the guys and they do the dance on the treadmills? No. That's okay, go. <laughs> this is, it's like the drug movie. That's oh, the drug movie, no. Yes. This is the movie where you, when you pass it, they hand you $200. That is it. It's the Monopoly movie. <laughs> cool. Uh, no, this is go. It, uh, it it's, has that classic kind of late 90s, early 2000s trope where it was three intertwining stories all happening at one time. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> which I actually kind of like that. Yeah. Um, trope um but the whole thing it takes place on christmas eve uh where they're all trying to go to this rave uh to get their drugs and everybody does drugs oh yeah this was like rave culture time yes Yes, exactly i remember this movie now and i haven't seen this movie probably since it kind of came out uh but yeah no it it has like tay diggs fucking brecken meyer of course it has tay diggs right um the guy that's the in the opening of The Dark Knight in the bank, the banker. I don't know his name. He's that guy who's just in movies. Um, the guy with the shotgun? Yeah. Katie Holmes. Katie Holmes is in it. Yeah. So it's got a lot of actually stars in it. Like Jay Moore. S- stars at the time. Obviously not stars now. Um, but yeah, it revolves around this uh, these guys trying to get drugs and this girl who works at the supermarket. And she's the one that ends up doing it because their friend is gone. And it follows another story where... These three dudes are going to Vegas for the night, and they rob some people and fucking 
shenanigans happen. Eventually, they get, come back to town, and then these other two dudes are meeting up with this drug dealer who I think is a actually uh, undercover cop the whole time, and uh, just all the wacky stuff ensues, and then eventually everything kind of comes full circle to uh, the party and blah 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 blah. Everybody getting what they need. Uh, yeah, this this movie I thought was fun. It was one of those entertaining movies that I just loved. And it takes place on Christmas Eve, so it fits the criteria of this list. I told you, you want to know a fun fact? Merry fucking Christmas. Yes, give me a fun fact, Matt. Uh, being a New York City native, Tay Diggs did not know how to drive and had to receive driving lessons <laughs> for this film. Yep, he had to drive uh, in Vegas. So pretty straight road, so it was pretty easy, huh. I'm assuming. That's pretty funny, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. It does make sense. Uh, but if you haven't seen this movie, I do recommend that you go watch it. You go watch it. Oh, I actually did that on purpose. No, you didn't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> what else, Matt? According to IMDb, this is Melitha. Melissa. Hey, Mel- Melissa McCarthy's very first uh, film Fil- Film debut. Which I had no idea. Neither did I. I just found that out watching the trailer. And look at her now. Look at her now. I love Melissa McCarthy. Why do you marry her? Uh, well, I think she's spoken for, as am I. And those so? are the only reasons. That never stopped anyone. Those right. are the only reasons. It sounds more like a <clears throat> speed bump than a roadblock. Yeah, Matt. Hey, don't get all philosophical on me. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go uh, at the time. I watched it. Uh, very fun. I now want to rewatch it because it's a, I guess, a Christmas movie. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. <clears throat> Fuck it. Matt, what's Bro, your number four? My number four is a film I would be shocked if anybody else in this room saw or even liked. <laughs> Ooh. Dominic Edge, the Donkey. Edgelord there. This is, yeah, this is going to be a real Edgelord pick. <laughs> so edgy. And my Edgelord pick is Family Man with Nicolas Cage. <laughs> I hate Nicolas Cage. <laughs> Hold on. Why do you hate Nicolas Cage? I don't get this. I'm, I'm going to back uh, Better Matt up on this. I don't understand the allure yeah, of Nicolas Cage. Yeah, I just don't get it. He's not, I don't think he's talented. I don't think he's attractive. What are you... He's fine. He has no redeeming qualities. Although, he is absolutely fine. There, I was close to putting... Uh, there's a Nicolas Cage movie called Trapped in Paradise, uh, which is also set during Christmas that I was going to put on my list, but I... I Decided not to at the last minute. And I'm surprised you don't like him better, Matt, because he's a freaking Superman fanatic. He is a huge Superman fan. He owns, like, Action Comics number one, spent, like, millions of dollars Didn't on it. Didn't he want to be Superman as well? Yeah, he. there are pictures of him There's in a whole documentary. costumes. Yeah, the whole documentary. Oh, that movie would have been even worse. And he had, he had long hair, and he, the suit was, like, shiny plastic. And it had <laughs> lights on it. it I'm going to have to look that up. It's right a whole now. documentary. It's, it's really, really interesting. I can only think of one... Uh, Nicolas Cage movie that I actually super enjoy, and that's Con Air. Uh, well, you guys are wrong. There's nothing wrong with Nicolas Cage. I'm okay. not going to say he's like the best actor. I'm not going to say any- he's talented in any way. No, or- he is. He's talented enough to be in the movies. Looks uh, like fucking Loki. He does look like Loki <laughs> in that film. Yes. And what Fro's referencing is the picture of Nicolas Cage as Superman. Uh, anyway, so Family Man. Okay, so this is what happens. In the movie Family Man, it's set during Christmas. The whole thing's set during Christmas. And the whole thing, I actually really, really like this movie. Um, the plot is Nicolas Cage plays a high-powered businessman. And essentially what happens is he, he gets into like a fender bender or something with somebody who turns out to be like an angel, right? Oh, no. And oh, boy. <clears throat> Directed by Brett Ratner, too. This the, the, the guy sends him back to what his life could have been if he more or less chose uh, a different path in life and the like the woman that he loved if he went you know 
if he stuck with her and like he would have a family and all these kids. And it's like a fish out of water story because he's like this high powered business guy who kind of like is very demanding and gets what he wants all the time. And um, that's what the movie is. It's him essentially experiencing this life and coming to terms with it. And uh, you know, it's pretty. It's pretty. Uh, it predict- sounds like this is a, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it's kind of like mm-hmm. that, but it's really about this character. And and things like that. So, but the whole thing takes place during Christmas, like it's Christmas time with the family and things like that. But it hasn't. They don't really. It's not like a Christmassy premise, uh, other than then it takes place during Christmas. And there's an angel. And there's an angel. And they sing Christmas songs. And the whole thing is like, well, thank you for Christmas. And they say Christmas a hundred thousand times. No, I don't know about half of that. What I said. Um, <clears throat> but I uh, <clears throat> I do like this film a lot. I think it's very cute. I think it's very charming. It's very. It warms the heart. And that is why I put it on my list. And I know nobody has seen it. And apparently you guys are <laughs> anti-cage men. Sorry. And I am a cage boy. Lock me up in that cage. Cage boy. And also, speaking to defense of Nicolas Cage, even when he's bad, he's great. <laughs> he's, I don't know. He plays himself. And not in a fun Jeff Goldblum way. No, Nicolas Cage is cool. He's a fine actor. Do you, you know another film? Somebody asked me, it was like, uh, I was talking to someone actually while we were in Disney. Who the hell was I talking to? It doesn't matter. We were talking about films where you're like, you know, a lot of people don't like it, but I like this film. And I forgot what theirs was, but my film that I really like that no one else likes is I am a fan of the National Treasure films. Oh my God. I love those. I love big, <laughs> over the top conspiracy films. And those ones are great. They're fun. They're light. They're great. And I All love right. the fact that none of it makes sense and could ever actually happen. <laughs> Um, but that's what's charming about it. it. You might as well at this point just be like, oh, I like Night at the Museum. I do like Night at the Museum. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with Night at the Museum? <laughs> no, no, absolutely nothing. <clears throat> Sorry doesn't fit your fit in your box, friend. You know, you should do top five movies that I like that nobody else likes. You know what? This is coming from a guy who wears a pocket square when he doesn't have to. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is there a time where you don't have to wear a pocket square? I don't think so. Any day that's not a wedding. How about... <laughs> There's no such thing as being overdressed. Just saying. So if you're at a trampoline all right, park, we're 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 <laughs> we're splitting the line here. You can either be on my side, the common man, and you like the films you like, and you don't care, or you could be on Matt's side, where you his philosophy is no such thing as overdressed. That's right. Which is, um, and this is coming from me, who once said, "I wish I could exclusively wear suits." <laughs> <laughs> and you, maybe someday I will. I've been applying to new jobs. If I get one of these jobs, I'm going straight suits every nice. day. You get dressed like you're gonna get murdered in those clothes. Yeah, I want to. I want to dress. Well, my best. I want to be concerned about my safety because my clothes are so nice. <laughs> Matt doesn't want his best dressed day in a casket. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! Okay. People say we're dressing so classy. I don't want my best dressed day in a casket. You can either lead, follow, or get out, out of the way. way. Make a fucking move. That's Jadena, baby. Shaka bra. This fire for your homie boy. I thought it was gonna be ICP. You woo, want woo. some ICP? No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's your number four? Fat Santa Claus is a fat bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, my number four is is kind of a... Well, yeah, you're number four. Yeah, it's a a big pick. Um, It's possible that someone else may have this, but The Godfather. Nope. I definitely do not. No. No. I definitely do not. I do not. I didn't realize that was also uh, Christmas. Neither did I. So much of that movie happens in Christmas. Really? Yeah. It's been a long time since... Those Italians love that Christmas. It's true. So, you know, I think 
I, when I was writing this down and, and, ad, and thinking it, the first thing that comes to mind always of that movie is the Marlon Brando, like, you came to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. And I love, I love to do, I love to do that voice because I think it's hilarious. And I, I, I was talking about it a couple of weeks ago with my girlfriend and she said, that's one of the voices that every guy thinks he can do well, but cannot. I was like, are you telling me that I don't do an awesome Marlon Brando <laughs> and The Godfather? She said, that's terrible. I'm like, come to me on the day of my daughter's wedding. It's pretty and good. I, I think it's pretty good. <laughs> Let me it's try. not like BWK doing The Swedish Chef, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> Sound cannot escape his mouth <laughs> when he tries to do that impression. <laughs> he did an impression, though, on the last episode. He did the Dean Martin. <laughs> was it Dean Martin? Yeah, you guys are all doing Dean Martin. It was great. I think he did an actually halfway decent job on it for him. Sure. As far as BWK impressions go. Uh, so so this what um, are there like big Christmas scenes during the film? Yeah, I, I actually went and watched. Uh, there's like a YouTube compilation of all the Christmas scenes in The Godfather. Oh, shit. Uh, you know, it starts off. There's a scene where you know they're driving down the the city streets and they're listening to you know jingle bells or something, and, and then they light you know. up big pussy. Sure, uh, there's like a street shootout scene, and I believe that happens during Christmas. It's a classic picture. And they say, "Don't ask me about my business." <laughs> Don't ask me about my business. <laughs> That's that's my Godfather impression. That's pretty good too. <laughs> Listen, don't ask me about my business. Mike Tyson running the fucking family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? Just, uh, just don't ask me about my business. Ooh, uh, that's awesome. I didn't realize this had anything to do with Christmas. Yeah, uh, this movie is fucking awesome, and it deserves to be. Uh, yeah, on uh, on any list. Yeah, it really does. I do uh, apparently need to rewatch it though for the Christmas aspect. I really wanted to watch. I think it's HBO has a cut where they take all three Godfather movies, cut all of the scenes up and play it chronologically. Oh, really? Yeah. Is What's that? I, look I forget up. what it's called. It's really, really long. So, you know, you don't watch it in one sitting, but, uh, cause even the Godfather movies themselves alone are really long. Right. Um, and, uh, it adds, and they, I think they have like some deleted scenes that aren't in some versions of the movie. And, uh, that it came out a couple of years ago and I've been meaning to, you know, so they the splice all that. three movies. They splice all three movies into one super huge movie. Yeah, and they, there's a lot of scenes in like Godfather Two that happened before Godfather One. Oh and wow! So they just cut it all up and play it. It's seven hours long. Yeah, <laughs> my God. It, it's so it's this here. It has a run total of four hundred and twenty-four minutes. <laughs> so Jesus. yeah, maybe not one night. <laughs> <laughs> no, you might as well. I mean, that's just like a shift at work. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I waste more time doing nothing. I could be watching all the Godfathers. The first time I ever watched Elf, I was working at a guitar store here locally, and we just played it all day on loop at the store. So I watched it all out of order, and I feel like I watched seven hours of Elf. <laughs> That's a good seven hours. Uh, I'm not an Elf guy. Really? Yeah, you're a human. Get it right. <laughs> He's correct. You're a human in an Elf's world. Right. Um, you're a human raised by elves. So, Fro, this would take normally be your number three but we already went over that yeah so what's your number two because i gotta do the same shit <clears throat> my number two gremlins yeah i didn't put it on my list because i know fro wood and he's also wearing a gremlin sweater i had it on my list until i saw your gremlin <laughs> sweater <laughs> so, i was oh, wearing this yesterday so you know it's whatever nice uh gremlins uh same deal a lot of people will say this is actually a christmas movie just because it's heavily involved during christmas time but it's theoretically a horror movie it's definitely a horror movie right uh so it's playing in theaters, just so you know, with a Q&A with the director. Where? Uh, 
it's it's traveling across around the country. Oh shit! Yeah, anything in Boston? Yeah, it's later in the month. It's coming to Boston, but it's happening everywhere. If you go GremlinsRuleBreakers.com, there's a huge listing of all the theaters that's playing in. Can see you shoot me that uh, website? Uh, we should just go. For somebody who's a fan, you don't even know about that. Oh, uh, I'm God. very off the grid on a lot of things. So. <laughs> Yeah, like his taxes. <laughs> Shut up. Don't mention it. Um, but anyway, so Gremlins uh, obviously follows the story of uh, Mogwai, known as Gizmo. He, uh, he, some, uh, somebody inherits Gizmo. Um, and all hell breaks loose. There's obviously the three rules, and there's a fuck ton of loopholes with these rules. But, you know, that's what's charming about it. What are the three rules? Uh, no, no bright lights. Bright light. Bright light. Uh, number two, no feeding after midnight. And number three. Which is a weird rule. <laughs> right. It's such a weird rule. Especially with, you know, flying with one and then You know, zones. that rule needs to be accompanied with don't feed after midnight. F- feed between the hours of this. Yeah, that would make more sense. Come on. Right. Well, I'm fucking whatever. I didn't write it. Uh, and number three, do not get them wet. So do you follow these own rules in your life? In my life, uh, I definitely eat after midnight. Uh, I try to not get wet. Yeah, he does. He definitely tries not to get wet. <laughs> uh, and I don't enjoy bright light. So, nope. unless it's a light bright. And I enjoy that shit. Oh, my God. Oh my God. What? Nothing. Why can't oh. I just sigh? Let me sigh, will you? Because sighs usually mean something. Um, so, who, who are some of your favorite gremlins? Uh, Gizmo is so Gizmo, fucking cute. Gizmo would... for sure. I collect a lot of Gremlins things. Uh, I'm currently wearing a sick Gremlin sweater from Mondo Tees. Um, Stripe, obviously. Uh, I actually don't remember the names of the the secondary Gremlins, uh, which is kind of a shame uh, because there's that fucking really, really, really goofy one who's got the fucking wonky eyes that roll all over the place. Uh, I think he's predominantly in the second movie. Uh, I grew up on the second movie more so. So that's actually where my fandom, for the most part, comes from. Hmm. I do enjoy the first one, but the second one is my personal favorite, and I'll watch that one a hundred times over the first one. Uh, I haven't seen it since I was a kid. Right. My impression of it is that it's just ridiculous. It's way goofier. Yeah. Way, way, way goofier than the first one. The first one definitely was silly, but it uh, had more serious, shocking scenes. Um, Isn't Hulk Hogan in this? He's in the second one, right? Where he's in the movie theater where they're showing Gremlins, and then the film cuts out, and Hogan comes up and he's like, "Listen up, brother!" So he's yelling to the Gremlin within the uh, the projector booth. And he's like, "I'll go up there and take care of this," and cuts the promo. Uh, in the VHS, it's actually Lenny. John, it's the John goof, Wayne. The goofy Gremlin is Lenny. Lenny. Lenny's great. Um, but anyways, I like the second one more because of the the actual animatronics and everything are so much better, hmm. and visually it's so much better. Um, but yeah. I don't know. Gremlins is Can you a... do your best Gizmo the Mogwai impression? Uh, this is fucking Gizmo. I'm here <laughs> at 92.5, uh, the country station. Fuck yeah, Gizmo. <laughs> hey, suck my balls. That's That was great. Gizmo. What do you think of that? A Gizmo for you? That's good enough Gizmo. It's, that's exactly as I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> Bright fucking light. Turn that shit off. I'm trying to fucking nap. You know, they're doing it. Andrew Dice Clay, they're making a documentary on him. Are they? Yeah. About him watching Gremlins? About how his life is washed up and stuff. There's a character <laughs> I've been trying to do at the theater called Andrew 20-Sided Dice Clay. 
um, where it's just, I love this. It's just Andrew Dice Clay, but he just talks like about fantasy. Real into D and D. Yeah, I was up there with a fucking banshee, <laughs> and she was screaming her head off. Oh, oh! I threw a level five lightning bolt. Go! I was like, hey, yo, baby, let me get into that skirt. And then I rolled a perfect zero. Oh. You rolled a zero? Yeah. How do you roll a zero? Just throw the fucking thing off the table. Okay. <laughs> get with it. Hello. Uh, yeah, so Gremlins. Good uh, pick. It's a great Christmas movie. It's not a Christmas movie, but whatever. Uh, and supposedly they're making a third, and I'm very scared. Why? The same people are making it. I know. But with times comes different technology. Mm. I'm a big practical effects guy. I don't want... It's all going to look like Yoda in the prequels. Uh, yeah. No, it is not. They're not going to do that. Uh, he's, he's saying that it's going to be predominantly practical effects, but obviously with it being 2017 or whenever the movie actually is going to come out, 2018 maybe, there's going to be some CGI in it, and it's going to fucking it's gonna fuck me up because I'd much rather see physically Gizmo within the scene because well, they were able to do that before. Listen, CGI... In this day and age, it has come a long way. Yes, not that's the CGI for sure. even from that first, Justice League, the first Hulk. <laughs> right, I know, but I I saw Steppenwolf, and that scares me. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want a Steppenwolf looking Gizmo walking around. Practical effects just look so much better to me. That's my taste, Matt. I just, Leave it as is, bitch. Jesus Christ! All right, okay. My number two. <laughs> I should put the Ten Commandments on my list. That's no, that doesn't make Christmas. sense. <laughs> What the hell are you talking about? I was like, it's kind of Christmasy because it's got mm-hmm. Jesus in it. No. <laughs> no. Moses. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all the same. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Uh, so my number two uh, is Edward Scissorhands. Oh, that's a great pick. Um, I haven't seen this in so long. Neither have I. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I know it takes place during Christmas. Have I any can... of us watched any of these movies in the past uh, two years? Uh, yeah, I've watched yeah, one of them. four of my five movies in the last two years. All right, listen. Okay, we get it. You wear pocket squares. <laughs> Let it go. I picked movies that I really liked. <laughs> I like these movies. It's just been a long time. Right. So Edward Scissorhands, uh, Tim Burton, a Tim Burton joint. Timmy Burt. Um, <clears throat> Johnny Depp plays Edward. Eddie. And I play scissors. And I go like this. You know, they can't all be winners. No. Yeah. They can't all be winners. They can be. I bet somebody laughed at that. All right. Let me <laughs> let me reprise that. Uh, I play scissors. It's me. I, I wish I could do like a cricket sound. <laughs> let me try again. I'll do a cricket sound. Here we go. Here we go. I play, I play scissors. Hi. My name is Ski Scoos. Ski Scoos. You've totally lost me. Yeah, I know. Well, I'm just kind of leaning into how bad it was. Well, Ski Scoos <laughs> is an actual inside joke. Um, oh. Sure it is. It is. Uh, Edward Scissorhands uh, takes place during Christmas. Uh, if you're unfamiliar with that tale, it is about a boy uh, or a person. I don't even. He was created, right? Right? Is that the premise of it? I don't remember. Because no he like goes back to the lab where he was. Right. Like, yeah. oh God, I so is he, was he not a child ever? I don't. Little boy scissor hands. <laughs> Eddie scissor hands is what he was called back in the day. Uh, so here we go. Here we go. Ba-ba-ba-ba. We should have brushed up a little bit on these, huh? Well, I, I know. I, the thing is, it's like this movie is so visually impactful that I can see everything in my head. But I can't like. You don't hear any of the words. It just sounds like peanuts talking. Here we go. In a castle high atop the hill, 
lives an inventor's greatest creation, Edward, a near-complete person. The creator died before he could finish Edward's hands. Instead, he left. He is left with metal scissors for hands. So wait, so why did he even have scissors on his hands? Since then, he has <laughs> lived like, alone. I don't get that. Until, it's a fantasy. Until a kind lady called Peg discovers him and welcomes him into her home. Peggy, isn't After, that uh, what's her face? Uh, Winona Ryder. Um, is she in this? Uh, do 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 do. I don't know. Who cares? Whatever. Yeah. Stop asking questions if you don't know the answers. What the fuck? Why did you go to this? Stop asking questions if I don't know the answers. Yeah. That's why you ask questions. Here we go again. Here we go again. Winona Ryder plays Kim. She is in this. Okay. Isn't that like love interest? Right. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank uh, you, Better Matt. At first, everyone welcomes him into her into the community, but soon things begin to take a change for the worse. Um, right. So some of the, like... So this is... If you haven't seen this movie, you got to see it. It's like one of those... Apparently, you need to see it. One of those movies. How about you, Fro? How about you? Why don't you tell me more about the... Uh, what are the name of the Gremlins? A movie you like so much you can't even name it. You're the names a- are irrelevant. I like Most wh- of them don't have names. You want you want the Brainiac? You want the Spider Gremlin? You want the Bat Gremlin? You want the fucking Veggie Gremlin? Which Gremlin do you fucking want? All of the above. I love Gremlins. I wear the shirt. I collect the stuff. But I didn't know that they were coming to town. And also, I can't name any of them. Oh. I'm not on Facebook. I don't fucking follow anything like Facebook. that. So That's right. Whatever. Every monochrome of information comes from Facebook. A lot of people get their shit from Facebook because somebody fucking shares a link. Edward Scissorhands. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Um... So some of the mov- uh, the scenes that I'm talking about that are in my head visually are the ones where he... Uh, so the, the movie takes place in like a... I want to say like a Southern Californian sur- like suburb more or less. It's kind of like what it's modeled after. It's a warm climate area that they don't have snow. And he creates the first snow. Uh, by How? With uh, just chopping up, I believe, ice. You know, like, there's like... Oh, a, yeah. There's ice sculptures. He's making ice sculptures for a party. Right. And then he's just like ripping them up. And um, there's like the... Uh, I only remember the, the bushes. Yeah, the uh, topiaries. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Whatever word that is. Uh, that's what you call it when the, you shape bushes into shapes. Is it? Yeah, topiaries. topiaries? I call them shaped bushes. <laughs> I think of something else. Anyway. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, but yeah, so. Hey, now. This is, um, this is a great movie that takes place during Christmas that really barely ever touches upon Christmas. I think there's like a gift exchange. Uh, some point in the movie. Um, Doesn't he get like gloves or something silly? Yeah, it's something weird like that. We gotta go back and watch these damn films. <laughs> we'll do a, uh, a redux of this movie. <laughs> yeah, we'll go back. We'll do a riff tracks. And yeah. it'll just me going... Zip, 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 zip. <laughs> See, I uh, figured you were gonna do it like a rock, paper, scissors joke when you did that. Uh, the rock. Anybody named paper? <laughs> you don't have anything to worry about unless you're scissors. <laughs> right. Yeah, baby! Uh, great. So that's my number two, Edward Scissorhands. Wow, good pick. Nice. <laughs> he just no sold you. Wow. 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 Good pick. Great pick. No, that's a great pick. That that movie's really good. Moving Idiot. along. Is yeah. It my turn. Give us what your number three. Number three. Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, you're gonna do your number three and your number two. Okay. So my number three is the first Harry Potter movie. No shit. Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Does Stone. Does Christmas exist in the Harry Potter world? Yeah. I don't know. The, there's the scene, they exchange gifts, and he says, Happy Christmas, Harry. Oh, see, it's Happy, Happy Christmas, so it's like a different universe, so it's not our <laughs> Christmas, so I don't think you can really put this one in your That's list. That's what they do in the UK. They, they say happy instead of merry. Oh, then you definitely can't put it in the list. I don't cause... want them as allies anymore. <laughs> they got Christmas wrong. You're going to be saying Merry Christmas again. Okay. And... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> I although this this the movie takes place over the entire school year, I think that it's pr- heavily focused on Christmas. Uh, I think they all have a, a little Christmas tinge to them, but uh, this one in particular. I feel like I do remember it in the later film, like a Christmas Eve. They have like thing, a like Yule ball. Dance. Yeah, that's in the fourth one right. during the Triwizard Tournament. But uh, the the gift exchange specifically is what comes to mind, and that's why I, uh, I put it on my list. This is a good pick. Right. I'll give you this one. Woo! Despite it being British and magical, uh, <laughs> I'll give you this one. All of my movies are magical. What do they get for gifts? I don't work uh, sweaters. Didn't Ron, I know get Ron a gets sweater? sweaters? Yeah. <laughs> Ron, not, not your great gremlin sweater. Ron, thank you. Ron Weasley the, is the main reason why I started enjoying the Harry Potter films. You identify with Ron mm-hmm. Weasley? He was just funny. Like, I didn't want to like Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I'm like, it's Lord of the Rings for kids. That's how I viewed it. <laughs> and so my girlfriend, sorry, my fiance. Fro makes snap judgments and sticks to him until somebody eventually changes his mind and then he totally goes the other way. That's so edgy. 100%. Edge Lord, baby. <laughs> Fuck both of you. Anyways, so my fiance is like, we got to watch it because she's obsessed. So we, I begrudgingly started watching them. And the first film is as a 31-year-old to finally see it's it. It's a kid's movie. It's more of a kid's movie. Yeah. So I was like, eh, it's whatever. Yeah. And I think in the second one, uh, Ron did something and I laughed out loud and I was like, Fuck. I was like, I think I'm starting to enjoy him. You do one of those, you're sitting watching the movie and anything funny happens, you're like, I'm going to try so hard not to laugh because I need to be, oh. No, no, it wasn't so much that. I do that all the time. Like, he did something that I specifically found very funny. I was like, that was actually kind of funny. And I was like, shit, I'm really starting to like Ron. Like, fuck, I think I'm okay with these movies. And then eventually I was like, fuck, this movie's epic. Yeah. It's great. So. It's great. You're a big Harry Potter fan now. Um, I can't say I'm a big Harry Potter fan. I enjoyed what I watched. I'm a pretty big Harry Potter fan. I've only seen them all that one time, and that's been it. Oh, same here. Have, uh, you, have you guys either read the books? No. No. Oh, it's no. worth a read. No, it's worth a listen on an audiobook. I'm not going to read words in a page. Oh, boy. Just give me a Cliff Notes, and I'll oh boy. be fine. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. So you turned, you flipped on Harry Potter. You flipped on Magic. You think maybe you should stop having such a stubborn hard stance on things you don't know anything about? Nope. Nice. Nice. Here's my hard stance. Man, I can't wait to see what your kid turns out to be. <laughs> he's gonna be amazing. Yeah, he's gonna be fucking he's gonna, a head case. He's gonna kick Gargle Milk's ass. I don't no, Gargle Milk's gonna be the funniest, most open minded, loves everything type of person ever. Open minded? I'm not sure about that. Yeah, absolutely. Gargle milk? That's my that's what I want my kid's name to be. Oh. Gargle yeah. milk. Gargle milk. Um <laughs> So <laughs> no, I'm okay with what I do. I know you are. Yeah, it's the people around you that suffer. Yeah, yeah everybody else suffers. <laughs> Everyone, because I, I don't like something that they like. Uh, yeah. Should I move on to my number two? Yeah. So my number two uh, is Batman Returns. That's my number one. Shit. My I'm, number one. Why say shit? Yeah, that's fine. I because I want to have my own picks. <laughs> you know, the last couple of times I was on the show, I feel like my lists weren't very creative. And so what, your I was, jack-o'-lanterns? Uh, yeah, the jack-o'-lanterns. And I was really, and the candy one, and I was really stressing this one. <laughs> uh, like at less than 24 hours notice, I'm like, oh my God. And I, I went, I saw Converge last night. I got home at one in the morning and I still needed another movie for my list. I'm like, oh, what do I do? Well, it's my number one. <sighs> well, you got, Shit. whatever. Yeah, you still have a number one to go through. I'm already out. You know what that means? You share commonalities with us. That's true. Batman Returns. Is this on your list? No. No. Excuse me. Whoa. Which is sorry. Get the fuck out of here. I'll so, be over here sucking some dude. I, I sorry, do. <laughs> elaborate keep, a little Just, just keep going. <laughs> I do believe that Batman Returns 
doesn't hold up in the way that we think that it does. I, I will I, disagree with you. I'm not going to say anything because I was never huge on these movies anyways. Yeah. I love Batman from 1989, the Tim Burton. I think it's amazing. There's so many great lines. It's an all-time favorite movie. The original one? Yeah, the first one. Um, I, but I think that there's so many things in Batman Returns that just kind of don't make any sense and are so bizarre. What, uh, like Batman killing that guy with a grenade? And, and the whole... Everything about Catwoman doesn't make any sense. Meow. But I think it's still, you know, towers above the next two. And I think it has, there's a there's that Tim Burton charm to it. Uh, so it's still, I, I don't consider it a bad movie. Is Helena Bonham Carter in this? No. Is this pre uh, her being in everything? Yeah, no, it's way before her. Okay. Uh, I have to, I will have to go back and rewatch these because when these came out, I was not a Batman fan. Okay. Um, I grew to like Batman way later on when mm-hmm. the uh, Christian Bale movies came out. That's the, when I actually started liking yeah. Batman. And I was a Marvel guy uh, growing up for the most part. So I didn't read any of the comics. I do really, really, really appreciate Batman so much more now. Yeah. So I might enjoy these movies more. Um, the first one is so good. Again, um, I, I'll the first have to two are it. so good. <sighs> I can't. I also don't love Tim Burton. Really? I yeah, Tim Burton. I don't know. Like, I can't. What about some of it? I appreciate. I like his, his animated stuff far more than any of his live action. That's because you're so new metal. What about um, <laughs> the uh, well? The thing is about like <laughs> what about? Have you seen Big Fish? No, really, I've not seen it. That's a wonderful. That's like in one of my top tier movies. Yeah, I love Big Fish. Yeah. Um. So yeah, this was my number one. I don't get. I disagree with you on almost everything you said, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't get. I don't get what's so. I just don't think it. It doesn't hold up in the same way that the first one does, and so it. It just. In what regard? Is this one way? Che- is the second one to you much cheesier than yeah, the first? Yeah, it, it is. That's exact. And then I think that uh, the whole Catwoman plotline. It seems like something was cut out because she. It doesn't make sense. What she wants to do doesn't seem to make any sense. What do you mean? What, what she wants to do. Like her, all of her, the motivation of what she does. Like she was a secretary, and then she falls into the dump truck with cats, and then is alive, her. and is now suddenly has cat powers, but she doesn't have powers. But she's really, I, I, she's I just very dominatrix. Get it? I don't. I don't get it. I think the costume looks cool. I think she's awesome as Catwoman. Uh, I think everything about the movie looks amazing and it's so much fun, but I just don't understand wh- what she's even doing. What about the penguin? So the whole thing—he looks awesome, and I think the penguin's motivations are great. And he wants to kill all the firstborn, and he's crazy and he's scary. Uh, so back yeah. to Catwoman. Uh, so the whole thing about, about Catwoman was that she, like her, she was walked upon by everybody and treated like shit, except by. Cat, you know her cat, and that was her whole thing. Was that she took care of the 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 cats? So when she when she fell and the whole thing happened, it was more like a uh, she didn't quite die, and it was almost just like to, this is my interpretation that she took on the persona of like essentially the one thing that she loved or could like rely upon from her you know her life, which was just cats. So I don't think it was like she never like obtained cat powers. I thought it was more along the lines of like uh, she just kind of lost all her inhibitions and became like the the wild child and the person who she always wanted to be but never had the courage to do yeah. or to be. But she's suddenly super athletic and can go toe to toe with Batman and jump on roofs and has a whip. 
Yeah. And she was just like a lady in an office with messy hair who got yelled at by Christopher Walken. <laughs> As she should have been. <laughs> Did Christopher Walken play any specific character? Yeah, he plays... Uh, Max Shrek, is that the character's name? Yeah, Max Shrek. And Har- Harvey Dent... That's uh, Billy D. Williams. Har- Billy yeah. D. Williams. I was going to say, he's a uh, he's in that movie. If they if he had gotten a chance to play Two Face, that would have been awesome. Billy D. Williams. Yeah, he or, does the voice of Two Face in the Lego Batman. Yeah. Um, but over uh, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, oh, wobbly earlobes. So going back to this movie, holding up, dude, the Red Triangle Circus Gang is awesome. Matt's a big clown person. Though, yeah, so like he's a little biased true, on yeah. this aspect. No, it's awesome. The whole thing's great. The it's 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 a well fleshed out gang. Like there's different like there's so many different characters and they all fit into you know the umbrella of whose gang is it uh technically the gang it, it's i think the gang existed before the penguin came to be is it the joker's gang no it's just that it, gotham has gangs yeah, yeah i know but just the, the circus motif has nothing to do with joker clown what's whatever sure <laughs> okay uh anyway well you'd think that would kind of be a thing well it doesn't <laughs> it's, it's fine um but so that scene's awesome. Uh, the stealing of the children is great. Um, no one, nothing in that movie, I think, comes across as out of place for that world. Yeah, but I guess that I, I, I feel like the first one was more grounded in reality than this one is. This one is, is so Tim Burton and so fantastical that it, you know. Yeah, uh, but do they ever reference the first movie? No. It's like so you can almost think of it as almost like an anthology of Batman movies that yeah. were like they really kind of don't tie because I, I think the problem is is we're so used to things tying together in a franchise like all of um, all of the Christian Bale Batmans they all they all connect they're all canonical um, I don't but think I don't think this one ever did I don't think any of those movies from that era of Batman have any relation to each other at all they don't need to reference or mention any past villains Alfred or, is in all of them. And he's the same. That's fine, but it, the actor who plays Batman is different in every one of them. <laughs> Not almost. all of them. Well, but then Robin, he he, he got two turns with Chris O'Donnell as Robin. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, th- like the first one and the second one probably have something to do with each other, but sure, they might not allude necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. And th- I think it holds up just I, fine. I, I think it's I think it's he was able to do whatever he wanted with it. Right, and and so like went. He's like, all right. Did they show go, the backstory? I'm going to go one? full Tim Burton, and I think it's like the only Batman movie where they don't show his parents getting killed. <laughs> so it's so it's probably uh, my parents are dead. I don't wear hockey pads. So I mean, I'm assuming the first one and the second one definitely go with each other. If they showed the backstory in the first one, maybe. I don't know. It's been a long time. I disagree. I think it's all great. Right. I think it holds up just fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I All think right. it's a fun movie. I think everything. It looks, is a fun movie. I think everything looks good. I guess it sounds like I'm saying that I hate this movie, but I definitely don't because it's on my list. Right. But uh, it just it it yeah. He likes the first one more. The first leave him alone. So good. I will not leave anybody alone. Leave Have you alone. ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? Once. It was a romantic evening, and I enjoyed it very much. <laughs> uh, but it's my number one. Uh, you. I love that movie. I'm my, my number one. My favorite. Uh, I. <laughs> one of my favorite lines from Batman Returns is when the acrobatic clown. Uh, flips up onto the podium where the speech is happening and takes the the baby and just goes, I've never been good with public speaking, so I'll just say thanks and just flips away. Fucking rules. Rules. You know, and, and all the mistletoe penguins. can be deadly if you eat it, but mm. a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. <gasps> My heart. 
Like a lot. That line is so dumb. <laughs> Only to someone who doesn't like love. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. You don't appreciate it. All right, Fro. Oh, well, actually, before we go, because technically we're cleaning it up. Uh, if you like the show, support the show, go to patreon.com slash top five of death. And uh, support the show at the $5 level. You get access to the What's Goofing show with me and Fro, uh, where we talk about uh, just our life updates and just whatever the hell we feel like talking about. If you want us to touch upon a subject, let us know. You can let us know by writing into top 5 of death at gmail.com. And you can also go to top5ofdeath.com. You can find links to everything that I've mentioned, including our Twitter and Instagram, which are both at top 5 of death always the number five. And if you want to get in some fun discussions, go to facebook.com slash top five of death. Uh, last episode, we did Christmas uh, songs, and uh, we have a list uh, sent in from Erica Chapel. Uh, hey, guys, I'm so glad you finally did this episode. I love Christmas music, and I feel like everyone hates it, hates on it so much. I look forward to the day after Thanksgiving when we start playing it at work. I agree. Anyway, I wanted to give you my list in no particular order. Too hard to choose a favorite. And her list is... Run Rudolph Run by Chuck Berry. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, Little St. Nick by the Beach Boys. Mm. Uh, Baby It's Cold Outside by Gene Martin. Uh, White great, Christmas, The Drifters. And Louisiana Christmas Day, Aaron Neville. Ooh. <laughs> Louisiana Christmas Day. Aaron Do you know that Neville. song? I don't. I've never heard it. Matt, you raise your hand when I mention Baby It's Cold Outside. I love the Dean Martin version of Baby It's Cold Outside. Love it. Yeah. I know every word. I could sing it for you right now. Do it. Prove Will it. Will you be the woman? Will you do the... I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> Fro doesn't know the lyrics. <laughs> I love... I see. I honestly, uh, not ironically, just love that song. I love it too. It's a great song. It sounds creepy. It's it's not creepy. So I had actually... I, I The last couple of years, I think people had changed their opinion and thought it was creepy, but I've, I, I've been thinking about it. You think about the time that that song was written. Yeah, somebody wrote an article about this. Yeah, I, I think we're about the, the same, same thing. Yeah, yeah and his uh, Matt's lady uh, broke it down for me because I was like, "This song's creepy," and she was like, "No, Boom. because she had all the references had to, and facts." Set them straight, Matt. You had to at that time, as a woman, you couldn't be interested in sex, yes. and you had to say no. But if you listen to the way she says no, she's saying, "She's saying, well, like, well, I shouldn't, but like, you know what? I'm just putting up this facade, this facade that I, I'm actually trying to say yes." But the society doesn't want me to say yes. I'm trying to think of the best way to maintain my modesty, but actually do what I want to do. Uh, and I think that the Dean Martin performance in that song is amazing. And like you said in the last episode, you could almost hear the alcohol. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> he doesn't even know who he's talking to in that. No, it's incredible. And to him, it's just like a flesh blur. <laughs> it looks like uh, an irradiated sci-fi Twilight Zone effect to him. Yeah, I know. It just because a lot of the nose, the lo- a lot of her responses are like, oh, "What will people think?" Right? Yeah. Uh, well, I, the <laughs> the big line is, "What's in this drink?" It's just like that's weird and creepy. No, it seems I I understand what it means by she what says Megan maybe broke it down. just to have a drink more, and and I think that the implication is like, I can't. I, I'm going to try and blame this on the alcohol. But well, it's really in today's <laughs> standards, it's like. It's a pill that's now dissolving. Right? Oh, boy. But then again, my biggest gripe with everything that comes up is judging things of the past by the standards of today, which is a wildly unfair thing to a lot of scenarios. Sure, but I didn't live mm-hmm. back then, so I live now. <clears throat> so in today's standards, that song sounds creepy. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it wasn't written today. Okay. <laughs> Nonetheless, I can still say that it sounds creepy. I'm not the only person that has that opinion. Oh, it's the wrong opinion. Okay. <laughs> 
For you know what they say sure. about opinions, right? Yeah, they're they're automatically wrong if it's not Matt's. Well, so, anyway, it doesn't belong to a Matt. If it doesn't belong to a pragmatic, logical, well thought out Matt. If you like the show, support the show. That's right. Anyways, uh, we got to do our number ones. Yeah, not well, me. You, you're I'm done. I'm gonna leave. Leave you guys to finish the show. Goodbye. Oh, wow. Walk, 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 walk. Door, 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 walk, door. Walk, 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 walk. A lot of doors. So, uh, oh, what's your number one? Yeah, for you go. Yeah, because Matt just did like five. <laughs> Uh, my number one is uh, 1983's Trading Places with Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy. <laughs> That's a pretty good pick, uh, and uh, I'm not surprised. I fucking love this movie. I actually talked about it once, uh, I think last holidays, uh, when we did holiday scenes. What a racist movie by today's standards. <laughs> why? What do you mean why? A, white, a, a rich white man paying uh, essentially, you know, overdearing his money and power over a, a poor black man? Hell yeah. <laughs> Fro's got weird. <laughs> He's got weird stances. Hell yeah! He's like, absolutely, give that man all the money. Yeah, I don't, I don't blame him. Uh, but no, it's pretty much a modern telling of the Prince and the Popper. Uh, <clears throat> these two like Wall Street execs uh, put out this bet that they can get some homeless guy um, to make all this money, and obviously one of them says, "No, you can't." So they pretty much trade places uh, with <laughs> one of the guys, Dan Aykroyd, who works for their company. They end up firing him, and he fucking falls on hard times and he ends up becoming homeless and they pull this uh, homeless guy eddie murphy uh <laughs> out of the streets and into their uh their offices i forget the name of the company and he now becomes a uh wall street broker and eventually uh just shit starts to happen with dan Aykroyd. uh the specific scene that i'm thinking of is he's at some holiday party where he's dressed up as santa and he's drunk out of his fucking mind he pulls a gun on some people and eventually starts walking through the street and he eats like a fucking whole like whole salmon uh just <laughs> and it's so gross that's so funny to me yeah it's hilarious a um, whole salmon and um yeah so trading places trading places uh eventually For, it leads into new year's on a train so there's also that i have a question about a different movie same person um i couldn't i couldn't remember i, I know we both like this movie coming to america is there a scene is that during i know it's during the winter Mm, that's a good question. And I can't, I couldn't find if it was, if Christmas was ever, if it's like. Yes, because there's a huge Christmas party. Right, there is. Yeah, fuck. I know. <laughs> I, I would have made that much. Honorable mention, coming yeah. to America. Yeah, because they're at the, the family's party. That's right. I didn't know if that was a Christmas party or not, because he was like working it. It's a Christmas party, and then eventually uh, that dude uh, proposes to her there. As well. So glow. So glow. Uh, yeah, that's a Christmas movie. Uh, yeah. Well, Accidental Christmas Yes, movie. exactly. Um, but no, yeah, Trading Places, uh, This I grew up on this movie. Eddie Murphy was like my family's hero. Does your girl like to party all the time? She doesn't uh, so much. Uh, I used to. Diamonds on your fingers. With Rick James. <laughs> Bitch! Rick James! Um, but Eddie Murphy was definitely uh, our hero. Eddie so Murphy's awesome. He used to be. Obviously, he started having that kid thing where he started putting out just bad movies that didn't hold up to the gotta, Eddie Murphy flame. You gotta do that in, in your old age, though. <laughs> I know, yeah. but obviously it, it usually puts a sour taste in a lot of people's mouths. Yeah. Because, like, Adam Sandler obviously went downhill, and everybody's like, eh, fuck well, Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler's change is different, though. He makes... He makes, like... Garbage. Well, he started off with the kind of, like, more kid-friendly kind of movies, and then, and then it went, like, you know what? I'll kind of go back to the what I did, and they don't work. Because, like, the uh, horrible six or whatever it's called, that shitty... Hateful eight. It's a play... 
It's a play on that. Hateful Eight with Adam Sandler. It's a Netflix. Uh, I honestly exclusive. thought it was. That's what it was. <laughs> no, Hateful Eight's the great movie. Um, but yeah, no, he just puts out really shit fucking movies with the same cast. Like Rob Schneider is it's not. It's just like a bunch of his buddies. Yeah, it's just Rob Schneider and Kevin Kevin James, who nobody fucking likes. People like Rob Schneider. Nobody likes Kevin James. He's a uh, God. I worked with a guy. Named Kevin James. Who loved Kevin James. And he, he used to work at the Burlington Mall around the time that like, that first mall cop was He was filmed. so pumped, right? And he was, he, he, he like would show me pictures of him and Kevin James on the Segway. And I was like, you're not impressing anyone. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Stop showing people this. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, Trading Places, uh, it's fucking so funny. Eddie yeah. Murphy was great. This is like total uh, peak of Eddie Murphy. All right. Okay. All right. Matt, you're number one. Wrap it up, baby. My number one. So you, you um, when you were talking about Gremlins and how like Gremlins is the classic, but for you, it's Gremlins 2. Mm-hmm. It's the same with me in these movies. Uh, I'm going to talk about Ghostbusters 2. Ah. I almost put that on my list, but I felt like I would have to defend it too much. I <laughs> love Ghostbusters 2. I love Ghostbusters 1. It's a classic. I watch it all the time, and right. I probably watch one probably more often than Ghostbusters 2, but... Ghostbusters 2 was, you know, I think the first one came out in 84. I was born in 83. So it was always around when I was a kid. And Ghostbusters 2 was like the new one that I could go to the theaters and see as a little kid. Yeah. And I love it. I haven't seen. I don't remember. I still, and I think it holds up. I think obviously it's not as good, but it is hilarious. There's so much good stuff. The moment where he's talking to Janusz. I think it's Venkman talking to Yana. She's like, oh, that's an interesting accent. Where are you from? He's like, the Upper West Side. <laughs> it's so many great. Oh, Karen. Vigo. I remember Vigo. Vigo was horrifying when I was yeah. a kid. I sat on a throne made of skulls <laughs> on the river of blood. blood. I remember the, the pink ooze coming out of the tub. The ooze. And then, and then they get the Statue of Liberty to walk and they play that song. Oh, man. I love Vigo. Ghostbusters. Hey. <laughs> Keep me on lifting higher, higher, higher and higher. So, I do need to rewatch that because it's, it's been so long. So good, it's it's awesome. Uh, I love it. I think so that you you do like this one more than the first. It has a special, it is a, a different place in my heart. Than I the got first you. One. So I think that the first one is definitely, by all objective means, a better movie. Right. This one is special to me in in a way because right. for for whatever reason, as I watched it as a kid, it's the one you grew up on. Yeah. It's the one I grew up on. So I love Ghostbusters 2. I think it's a great movie that is accidentally. What's the name of the brothers? The Ghost Brothers in the court scene? Scolari? Yeah, that sounds right. The Scolari brothers. Okay. brothers. <laughs> I sentenced them to the chair. That's Matt, scary. Do you have a do you have a do you have a movie like that where it's like you actually like the the least liked one out of the two or whatever? Oh. But you grew up on that one? Yeah, I know I do. I can't think of it because I know I, I know I've I've had this. You probably like Return of the Jedi the best. Uh, no, I'm not. I, I really like Star Wars. Um, You're not a Star Wars guy. But I'm not like a Star Wars guy mm. at all. And sometimes I wish I was, but I'm like, ah, I can't. It's too big for me right now. Mm. <laughs> um, trying to think. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but I, I know I've had this conversation where I'm like, I actually like this one more. And I know that's an unpopular opinion. Jaws 2. Um, <laughs> all right. Now, now you're stretching. I just picked the one that I see. Oh, here's one in. With the times, uh, my favorite Santa Claus is the Santa Claus Two. <laughs> okay. I think that one's the best one. A lot of people like the first one, but I'm a second one guy. Is that the one with Martin Short? No, that's the third one. This is the one where he has to get married, and they have that classic line: "It's the Mrs. Claus." 
Well, it's an <laughs> unpopular opinion to you. I don't care for the Santa Claus movies. Neither do I. See, all, it's so unpopular that people don't even like the movies at all. I know that you now, love, love those movies. Tim Allen and think that Tim Allen is a national treasure. I do like I, Tim I, Allen. I, 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 <laughs> a, Tim never, so never been a Tim Allen fan. I was he, thinking about doing... He's great as Buzz. I was honestly thinking about mm-hmm. doing a home improvement podcast. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> just go through every episode. I was thinking about it. But I, it'll just be you talking about how you want to bang his wife and how... Oh, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ooh, Jill Taylor. Yikes. Yeah, yeah. You're a perfect woman. The only person that the Instagram account follows. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. <laughs> it's the only one we need to follow. Um, yeah, okay. Well, thanks for having me on again. Of course. Yeah, you'll probably be here much more often. Did anybody have any honorable mentions? I, I'm curious about that. We obviously coming to America, as we just discovered. Yeah. I, I was thinking about Gremlins, like I said, but you got that taken care of. Mine was Ghostbusters 2. Nice. I love Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> Uh, cool. Well, let's... Uh, Ten Commandments for me. <laughs> awesome pick. All right. We are very much over on time. Oh, shit. So we got to... I gotta go. We got to, uh, do this vote thing. We got to do it fast. Oh, I forgot oh, about shit. that. Yeah, we always forget about so, it. So you know what? Um, so... <laughs> I've been... I've been thinking about the show and how when you first started to do the internal vote, you guys did vote on the list that you liked the best and that person killed everyone else. That's what I And thought. then suddenly... When you were away for a couple of episodes, it changed to the list that they liked the least. See what happened. And so then when I came on, you were confused, and then I backed Fro. But I think that it it's changed because I wasn't on the very first uh, time that we did these episodes. Yeah. So I only knew the worst list, and two people killed that one person. Yeah. Rather than one person killing two other people. And I think that in on in the intro, it says like they choose the list that they like the best. In the intro, in the, the right. intro song. So I think that that's what we should do. We should choose the list we like the best. We like the best. Sure, we'll change it again. I guess, but everyone would choose their own list. Yeah, I like my list the best. I don't <laughs> know. I, I don't know. I'm thinking about going back to doing the votes uh, post 200th episode. We're gonna do a little change around here after the 200th episode. I think that there was something. I was talking to a fan of the show who said that he liked being able to vote and he felt like he was part of it. Yeah. Well, we might we might revisit it. We're, uh, we're just working through some things at the moment. Mm-hmm. I understand. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, all right. So let's vote on the list we like the most. All right. Let's go over our list again. I had I had American Psycho. I had Family Man, Iron Man 3, Eddie Scissors, and Batman Returns. I think I, I like your list a lot, except for Family Man, because <laughs> I don't know it. But, I know. <laughs> but uh, American Psycho is such a great great movie that I, i'm bummed that i didn't have it on my list uh what'd you have on your list again Matt? so iron man 3 yeah. the godfather harry potter batman returns and ghostbusters 2 and fro you had die hard go iron man 3 gremlins and trading places i'm gonna vote for matt because it has ghostbusters 2 and if i'm not voting for myself i guess i'll go with uh better matt as well oh my god I, i'm gonna vote for you because i can't vote for myself and I think I actually don't like Go. I think it's stupid. That means Jesus. <laughs> no votes for Fro. Wait, so you prefer? So I have to kill everyone. Prefer now. his Nicolas Cage movie over my movie? Yeah, I think so. Jesus. <laughs> for someone who went on such a diatribe on Nicolas Cage, I hate Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but uh, I, you he know hates what? raves more. Yeah, exactly. That's, you're absolutely right. So Fro right. got run over by a reindeer. Walking home from Matt and my house on Christmas Eve, you can say there's no such thing as Santa, but Matt Bistini and I, we believe. Oh, okay. 
appreciate the rhyme. Is that part of the song? Yeah, that's how it goes. Oh, I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of my favorite Christmas songs. I'm surprised that that didn't get mentioned. Grandma got run over by a rhyme. I thought he was going to put that on his list. Oh, Jesus Christ. I'm not you. So one, I love my grandma. So one day, Fro... I like my grandma. Fro was in a building, and it was being attacked by terrorists. Oh, that wasn't my death? And Fro thinks that he's John McClane. He, he thinks that he's an action hero. So he... You starts, know a little about me. He starts to walk over uh, some broken glass and then immediately bursts into tears and dies from embarrassment. <laughs> That's the second time I've died from embarrassment in a death. Walking on broken glass. Dun, dun. So, and then Matt. Yes. <laughs> lived happily ever after. No. <laughs> Smell you later. Uh, no. So uh, Matt was showing off his new business cards because he got a great job where he has to wear a suit every day. You have no idea how much I want that to be. He's wearing truth. a suit every day, but uh, he, he ties his ties a little too tight. Okay. And, oh, okay. I see where this is but going. he doesn't get... He, he, <laughs> he's so you know excited to wear this suit that he doesn't he's he's really stubborn matt's a really stubborn guy so he's not going to loosen his tie he's got this tie on so tight that throughout the day he's just getting more and more lightheaded and <laughs> i don't know where i'm gonna go from here uh so at one point i know he, where i would go he's sharing his business cards with everyone he's saying how great that his bone colored business card is embossed and Someone else shows a much nicer business card, and he starts to become exasperated because he needs to be the best. And he's so stubborn about this tie that his head starts getting really red, and he can't breathe, and he suddenly faints and passes out. But everyone thinks that he's just being an edge lord and trying to be cool, <laughs> so they just leave him, and he dies. Yeah, you know that's a freak accident. That trend when you were like, "No, it's cool," passing out. <laughs> All right, so we're dead. Great. Thank you very much, Matt, you winning son of a bitch. Yes. Uh, so thank you so much for checking out Top 5 of Death. Uh, catch us next week when we'll have uh, a, a guest, and uh, we'll be doing more Christmas shit. Woo! Smell you later.